0: Welcome to the nativist podcast. We tap into our instinct and natural power to live intuitively. The ultimate goal is to leave the world healthier and more beautiful than we found it. It all starts on the individual level, cultivating our mind-body connection. Whether you're on a healing journey or just want to look and feel your best, I hope by the end you feel a little happier, a little more inspired, a little more invested in yourself and the world. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Hey everybody, welcome to part dose of (laughs) Bearing Witness. I am here with the gorgeous Veronica. You're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. You guys have seen pictures of her. I posted them. You guys oh, get it. You're sweet. So here is the second part of our shenanigans, and me in the hot seat answering hot and heavy questions. What else you got, sister? Yes.
1: All right. So, what in your life are you grateful? that didn't pan out, that didn't work out the way you were expecting, what is something that you are grateful for?
0: Essentially everything, especially the older I get, the more I realize that every no, every quote-unquote rejection, every closed door is a redirect. And just think about your own life. Like You look back on your life and the things that didn't work Mm -hmm. out and you're like, thank you. And sometimes it stings still a little bit. There are some no's and some redirects. and I'm like, really? Like that really couldn't have worked out. Like it <laughs> could have been really good if it did. But still like, I just think of all the lessons that I learned and those hard lessons are the ones that stick with you the most. And I'm trying to think of something specifically. Nothing is really coming to mind. If there was like a team that I tried out for when I was younger, even though it sounds minimal and trivial mm-hmm. truly like I think it teaches you resiliency and I'm glad for that because it teaches you grit especially if you frame it in the right way and it's hard to in the moment and it's sometimes hard to remember that lesson in the moment but but looking back so definitely. yeah yeah because it like I said gives you some grit and allows you to prepare yourself and feel ready to take on some of the larger things that come your way because shit happens and it will continue to happen and it's cliché, yeah, but it's cliché for a reason because like truly, those hard times are the ones that really bolster you up for life in general and they just make you stronger and better and more grateful for the peaks. So, I love yeah.
1: that. I feel like that's such a positive outlook that I mean, I really don't know you that well, but it does seem like You're getting to know me. <laughs> I love it. You, like know all my I stuff love now. It. Um, but you never seem to fall the victim have you ever experienced that that sometimes you do feel poor me and if you do how do you turn that back around to be more positive is that just mentality or was there is there a system that you use for For that
0: good question I told you guys she's good so all of that all that you just said and it's natural and I still catch myself thinking really like that really sucks (laughs) But the thing is, is it's the bounce back is so much faster and it's automatic. Mm -hmm. That bounce back is automatic. And when I say bounce back, I mean, let's say that something crappy happens, like you don't get a promotion that you wanted or you get a flat tire or somebody dumps you, whatever the situation in life is that happens to all of us, you feel that emotion and you feel that sucky emotion, but then you bounce back to good and bounce back to like framing it positively. And that's come from a lot of mindfulness. That's come from some soul searching. That's come from digging into my shadows and figuring out what makes me tick, what my nerves are, um, in the sense that, like, where my insecurities are and what um, makes me insecure and fearful and all of that. And that has just come from intentionally and mindfully reframing everything and. Realizing and truly subscribing to that notion and that idea and lifestyle and mindset mm-hmm. that things happen for you, not to you, mm-hmm. and that's a game changer. That's like gratitude. it's so simple, exactly, totally gratitude, mm-hmm. and it's so simple but so profound. And I swear that will change your life. And once I really started started embracing and living that, that made all the difference. And now that's my default. That's mm-hmm. truly what I resort to just automatically. And again, like I said, like there are still some moments. Um, gotta love hormones like they just get the best of you sometimes and sometimes you really do feel a victim and you just feel just pissed off with the world or you feel like just dejected or bummed out that something didn't work out and then um if you teach yourself and train yourself and work with yourself to reframe everything using that mentality Mm -hmm. then it will become your default too yeah
1: yeah because sometimes I mean I do feel like in a way that could be a slippery slope sometimes oh, yeah. because I feel like I do think gratitude matters, mm-hmm. of course. I do think just happiness and being aware and positive for everything. But where do you find the balance as far as like not getting taken advantage of and not not letting all the shitty stuff happen to you? Because I feel like sometimes people just accept it and accept it and they're like, oh, well, it is what it is but sometimes it's not
0: sure and that's a distinction that comes from like actively like people doing things to you so if you don't have boundaries and boundaries are the key here but if you don't have boundaries this is different i'm talking about like if you get a flat tire Mm. and that's just the universe kind of throwing that curveball at you that's not necessarily somebody doing something to you so it's not you can't really stand up for yourself to the universe like True universe. <laughs> hey universe. <laughs> Throw Listen. up some birds and let them know that that's not cool. But truly, like, and that's such a good question because I truly believe that's where boundaries come in because you can absolutely be easygoing and free flowing and positive while still maintaining boundaries because of the boundaries. Mm. And it sounds counterintuitive and ironic, but that's truly the key because that allows you to not get resentful. And um, let's say that somebody walks all over you, if you have boundaries and you assert your boundaries politely and respectfully, but strongly and assertively, then that way you, um, if somebody does something to you and you assert your boundaries, that way you can actually address it right then and there instead of just swooping under the rug or pretending like it didn't happen or just slapping a bandaid on it and letting resentment build. And that's when the resentment, yeah, (laughs) that's when the resentment creeps in is when you don't assert your boundaries because you're afraid of looking like a bitch or you're afraid of hurting their feelings or Mm -hmm. being uncomfortable but if you assert your boundaries then you kind of just slap resentment in the face yeah and that allows you maybe to not be as sweet but it allows you to be more compassionate and I think compassion trumps sweetness I and you can still be like a kind good person but I I appreciate when people assert their boundaries because then I'm like then I know when they're like complimenting me I know that they're being authentic and it's true Mm. and it's yeah
1: genuine yeah Yeah. no I wholeheartedly agree totally so what is something that you notice first about people
0: energy for sure far and away the minute that I make contact with somebody even if it's like on social media like I instantly get a sense for their energy instantly instantly can sense if they're like well-intentioned if what their insecurities are like it's just instant. oh I wish I and had I think, that superpower <laughs> I think I think truly like everybody does I think some have a more heightened sense than others but I feel like everybody does if they mm-hmm. just dial into it
1: just be more what's,
0: intuitive yeah yeah um what's the first thing that you notice in people I fun. actually
1: I notice eye contact as weird oh, as that is. yeah. And I've been told I'm intimidating because of it because I make eye contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's interesting that eye contact means different to different people.
0: Yes, it does, especially different cultures. Yeah. Yes,
1: but I was raised like you make eye contact, otherwise you're being disrespectful.
0: Yes, yes. But yes. one
1: of my best friends, she. She said that it was very intimidating, that I would look her in the eye. And I'm like, where am I supposed to look? (laughs) I'm talking to
0: you. That's where I I look, look, right? I look at you,
1: and you're addressing me, and I'm going to give you my attention, my full attention. So that is the first thing. And I feel like I do think it kind of represents a type of confidence, Um, but it really does just depend on your culture as well and what you, because some people find it like been raised as disrespectful. Yeah,
0: that's true. And some people view it as uh, a little, not standoffish, but yeah, people just aren't as comfortable in themselves Mm -hmm. and in their own skin. And so that makes them more uncomfortable, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And I think it is like a sign of, politeness and respect <laughs> you can like respect under understand that it's not that same way for everybody but it's true and it doesn't ever like turn me great. off it doesn't sure. turn me away you but it's understand. definitely yeah.
1: something I noticed yeah that and just uh their body language how they carry themselves oh, yeah if they're constantly looking down and if they're smiling smiles are free
0: they are don't e- you love And why can't we smile at each other? Like I always notice this, every time I go to the store or the mm-hmm. grocery store and the people that you smile at that don't smile back at you or that look surprised that you're smiling mm-hmm. at them, and it's like, Why can't we smile at mm-hmm. each other just because I don't know wave. you? Yeah. Or a wave. And I'm like, we don't need to like engage further than that or like it's just a smile, it's free. Mm-hmm. It's non committal. But just, when you get
1: that person that you can tell that they really needed that, oh, small, that's the gesture, best that small gesture, that ag- small just acknowledgement. Oh, and yes. I actually get it pretty frequently. Yeah, and it's it's so nice. I mean, sometimes people take it as an invite. Sure. And then I'm just like, that's <laughs> not where I was going yes. with this. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs>
0: This is where we part our ways. <laughs> this is where those boundaries come, yeah. come into play. For sure, but I have noticed that, and there are different areas and regions that I've noticed, not to stereotype, and obviously like I try to remain, remain open to being proven wrong, but I've noticed that there are different areas where you get more girls smiling at each other and less girls smiling at each other. It's true. And it's so sad. I'm like, what? we're team girl, team yeah. woman, team female. I try
1: not to take offense when yeah. I smile at somebody and they don't smile back, but I'm one of those people, I'm just like... Why? 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 I'm Can worth a smile
0: a little bit. <laughs> and you get that it's like insecurity, and then you're like, girl, I wish that you didn't yeah. have... We were not carrying that around with you, mm. and you could get over that, and we could be friends I mean smiling friends we don't need to be more we than that we, we don't need to we be don't need real to hang friends. out <laughs> just smile at each other that's as far as it has to go oh, you don't even so, have to say hi oh
1: that's so funny so what is something that we're talking about smiling what is something that like makes you genuinely insanely happy
0: salads that's the Sal- first thing that came to mind I'm not even kidding I just spoke off the cuff <laughs>
1: I wasn't expecting
0: My little rabbit. Oh, totally all the way. Um, It's so funny because I get so enthusiastic about salads. And like when I go to the grocery store and I get all my stuff, my sister's always like, it looks like you have a petting zoo at home. Because I just load up the conveyor belt with (laughs) salads. (laughs) Veggies galore. It makes me a little enthusiastic about them. And bubble tea and crossword puzzles and traveling and... I the things that I love, like I really friggin' love them. Like I just so go good. all in and get really lit up about them. But um non food things. Oh I said trips. I love trips. <laughs> no, I'm such a foodie. I yes. love food. Yes. When people talk to me
1: about oh, like man. cutting out certain foods or yes. like fasting, I'm like that's Oh, <laughs> I like that hurts my
0: soul.
1: Like I love food. I love food. Oh, food is heaven says. It's true, uh, and it's so fun to try everything. Totally, I'm one of those people that I will try everything. I respect that. Yes, <laughs> you never know what you're gonna. And then like I get sick. Like. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't. Have been. <laughs> <laughs> but now, <laughs> I now I know. No, I know. No, I can that say I did it. <laughs> yes, totally. So then what terrifies you? If that if food makes you happy, it's spoiled food, what makes you terrified?
0: Do you know what is weird? And I have been trying to dissect this and figure this out. First, it was heights. And I went skydiving because of that. Just to punch fear in the face and Love give it. fear the finger. Yeah. <laughs> I went last year and it was amazing. I wasn't scared one minute the whole time, ironically, really? which is, yeah, a rocker. I did not expect that. It was so fun. And for some reason, a fear of mine has always been getting wrongfully accused and wrongfully convicted of something. Mm. Isn't that bizarre? And I was trying to unpack that and figure that out. And so I think I may have found the source thanks to my mom. And when I was a little girl, I was in first grade and I was a total bookworm. And everybody in my class loved the Arthur books. I don't know if you knew the Arthur books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everybody was wild about them in my class. And there was this chick that moved to our class from California. And all of a sudden, the books would regularly go missing. And they'd be hidden around the classroom. And I don't know if they ever, like, truly went missing. But we just had to always, like, dig them them out of wherever. And one day, my um, teacher was like, I know who's hiding the Arthur books. It's Whitney. And that was traumatic for me oh. as a little girl. You have no idea that was earth-shattering. Oh. <laughs> and so I was, like, talking to my mom and, like, sharing that fear with her. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Why am I scared of being wrongfully convicted? <laughs> Not, but that's, like, a broken legit lot fear. I think I, like, that's something Thank you for that... validating that. <laughs> Thank you. Think and think she's like, really I scary. think I know what that's from. and oh, so what that's a good her theory.
1: What a good mom. Well, that would make sense. Because yeah, totally. your childhood definitely does play...
0: Oh, completely huge, shapes you. Yeah.
1: A sure. huge role in just the person, and especially like me and how I parent. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I know my upbringing, upbringing has affected my parenting Oh. tremendously. I can imagine. Tremendously. I mean, we all are complete, utter failures in parenting. Oh. Like, we, we
0: are. You just do the best that you can, yeah. and that's the thing, and you just, nobody nails it. Nobody mm-hmm. does it perfectly. Mm-hmm. The, nobody. You just know that, and just do the best that you can. <laughs> that's all that matters. There are some that phenomenal parents so out funny. there, but nobody is perfect. Uh, have you heard the quote, he'll the boy or he'll the girl, and the man or the woman appears? And I love that, because uh-uh. it just testifies that. to how everybody carries baggage from their childhood, and they do, no matter how amazing their childhood was mm-hmm. and how amazing their parents were, but you just carry baggage. It's a rite of passage of being a human, and mm-hmm. it's about what you do with that baggage and how you address it and treat it and handle it and work through it. Well, and, and so even siblings. To to. Like, oh,
1: I'm one of five, mm. and all of us took very different things from our mm. childhood. That's and such that's a good point. interesting it's how that works. Point.
0: Yeah. Because... And then you get into the, like the question of nature versus nurture and yeah. how much is us naturally and how much is from how we were raised or the environment that we grew up in. Fascinating.
1: It is. It really is. All right. Oh, I asked that one, the happy one. In the mine. So, okay. What's something that would surprise people about you? Anything? I'm trying to think of. <laughs>
0: uh I'm trying to think of what people say has surprised them once they have met me or gotten to know me. Um, I don't know. You tell me. Like, does my sarcastic sense of humor come out on social media? I don't know if it necessarily does. Uh, No.
1: I actually, now that you say
0: that. Super sarcastic. You you do come off a little bit more serious. Yeah. And that's, I've noticed that and I'm like, oh, that's. You're fun. You come across
1: as fun. Thank you. But sarcastic. Yeah. I guess now that you say that
0: super incredibly sarcastic and like <laughs> I love <laughs> I have a friend and um we tag each other in like memes that are like total insults and we'll like call each other <laughs> love- I'll censor love- myself here <laughs> but I love it and that's when like I really know that that's like my ride or die like when we just each other have it or like trade insults. Like it's so funny and like I definitely like have a sweetness and I think um like that's definitely not the environment that I was raised in. Like that would horrify my parents. They were always like very, very careful. You're not weird. You're perfect the way that you are. And that would that's horrify so them if I were to ever like talk like that around them. How dare you talk to your friends like that? But yeah, I just I have like a very sp- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what kind of person are you? But that's just so I just funny. Laugh like howl at like some of the memes that I see that are just like so insulting and so obnoxious and um, like a very inappropriate sense of humor. Like I can be very inappropriate, and I think that's another thing that kind of surprises people too, because I like misbehave, but I do it in private. Like I and a lot of that has to do with my work. Like I, like cultivate (laughs) like a certain professional image. (laughs) Yes, because of my work and because I have to like be on point for that. Um, work. Like I let the F words fly, and then inappropriate jokes fly, and yeah, so it's maybe. So you that gotta would be like have composed
1: Whitney and then Wild
0: Whitney.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Love it. Woo!
0: I love it.
1: <laughs> what do you get complimented on the most, both Ooh. exterior and interior? What do you get complimented on the most? Can Can I give you my compliment? Uh, yeah. Thank okay. you. I love your smile thank you your smile is gorgeous thank and your you, eyes thank are gorgeous you. and then interior I love how just in tune <gasps> thank and you. accepting you are so I'm that curious what you so get complimented on the most from others
0: that means so much to me thank you thank you um those two things actually <laughs> yeah. yeah I
1: said interior and exterior yeah okay oh. exterior
0: probably eyes eyes and legs <laughs> <have> legs legs <laughs> And that it's so true. funny, and I'm going to say this not because I think they're awesome, but I'm going to say this because it's so funny because I've gotten um, compliments, um, and from guys mostly who compliment my arms, they'll compliment my arms, and that was such an eye-opener for me because I hated my arms growing up, what? hated them, hated, hated, hated them, and then that was such like a shift for me that I'm like, there are things about yourself that other people can actually see as a positive mm-hmm. about yourself. And just because like, let's say that there's something that you don't like on your body now, there's a way to actually like embrace and even love that later on. And now I'm like, yeah, actually, like I love my arms because they show strength. And that's what they show to me. And that's what I see when i look at them now and that was such a victory for me to finally like overcome hating my arms and wanting them to be smaller and finally just embracing the way that they are and my body shape and the way that it is and now yeah i'm truly like um receptive and appreciative of it oh, and I that love has been that. Such a shift. That's so empowering. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Because hard sometimes, like it takes some work. (laughs) It doesn't
1: just happen automatically. Yeah. And like you said, just like gratitude, it's a, you practice it. It's like a muscle you work in. It really is. It really is. And it's a mind shift. Yes. Yes. So what do you get complimented otherwise besides exterior
0: on interior? What you had said. um, And that means yeah intuitive and accepting and that like seriously when people tell me i am so appreciative like if you're some of the people who have dm'd me and messaged me and texted me thank you so much because it means so much to have people say i hold space for people they feel like my account is a safe space for people to just be themselves let their freak flags fly they don't say that Mm -hmm. (laughs) like they've said that we know that you just are accepting of everybody and but it's not you just accepting. I
1: feel like you are loving. Oh, thank you. Cause there is a difference, I think, of just accepting and letting it be. That is true. That's more active to love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That than is actually true. like, Yes, I accept you and I love you for your differences and flaws and yeah. everything. And I do feel like it's more than just acceptance from you.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, one's more like Mm -hmm. actively celebrating and one's more like passively. I will let you be. I will allow Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and and there's nothing (laughs) wrong with that. Because sometimes people, it's really hard for them to love Mm -hmm. things that they don't understand, things that they're scared of.
0: And that's natural. Mm -hmm. That's like a natural reaction. So if you find yourself resisting and judging, don't judge yourself for that. Mm -hmm. Just work through it. Mm -hmm. Just love yourself through that. Assessment, like okay, why am I judging that person? Why is that hitting a nerve with me? Like, why is that person bugging me right now? More so, often than not, you're like projecting. Yeah. What?
1: Because I do feel like
0: you're near perfect in a lot of ways. Oh God! But thank what you. is
1: something that you feel like you've had to work really, really hard at that so didn't come <laughs> naturally? Because you had mentioned that, like, you're book smart, and I do feel like you are very intuitive and kind and thank welcoming. you. But w- what's something? that has been a challenge for you that didn't come easy that you really, really had to work
0: on? Mindset, and like mindfulness and not being negative and not getting defensive and not being critical. Like naturally, I feel like I am and still find myself like um, letting judgment creep in. And so I definitely have to always be on the lookout for that, Mm -hmm. but that took a lot of work To not be critical of myself and to not be critical of others. So I hold myself to such a high standard and I've since relaxed a lot. But I hold myself to a high standard and then I would hold other people to a high standard.
1: Mm -hmm. That's
0: not fair to them. And to you, like that, you also have to be realistic and loving with yourself. Like you Mm -hmm. can't let yourself dog it and you have to like show yourself some tough love sometimes, but you have to know that balance and Mm -hmm. you also have to let people be. And o- not only that, like you said, like you have to celebrate them and just allow the differences and let people go their own way. And as long as they're not hurting you, mm-hmm. then what's the thing? That's the biggest thing is as long yeah. as they are
1: not, besides your feelings. Sure, I mean, because sure.
0: feelings can, I have
1: a really different opinion about feelings because yeah. of how I was raised. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes I do think feelings need to be disregarded in some sense because they can cloud Yes. So much. You need to definitely draw from it. Yes.
0: But some people just ride Ugh. on feelings. And that's that's such a good point, is not being consumed and overtaken by your feelings mm-hmm. and not letting them be in the driver's seat. Recognizing them for what they are, feeling them, not mm-hmm. repressing them, but using them as pieces of information because that's what they are Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so if you are feeling fear if you're feeling insecurity if you're feeling anger if you're feeling judgment whatever the feelings are anxiety then you can like dig into that and be like why am I feeling that like what is that telling me about like what I need to dig into Mm -hmm. or like what's going on below the surface like that's what they're there for is they're there to help you to figure out to like work through your issues and your things to Get even better and happier, and like that's all that they are. They're not good or bad. Like they're mm-hmm. just feelings. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we've talked about that, and I yeah. love, I do love that because sometimes, and I tend, and I do think women, we tend to be a little bit more emotional, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and it's
1: hard not to, just ride on that.
0: Oh my gosh! And yes. then that's
1: where sometimes the victim comes totally. into play, and
0: it, it's definitely. Hard. It's definitely hard. It is. It is. And that's where I think what has helped me the most is just like detaching from them, not getting caught up in them, disassociating from them to where you can like see them more objectively mm-hmm. as much as possible. And, and that that's what I was trying a to say. Yes. Yeah.
1: That you do, you kind of need to oh detach from Oh my gosh, them have to. And to really evaluate, especially when you're trying to understand somebody else. Totally. Because everybody receives and reciprocates differently. So, what may upset you may not
0: upset me. Right. And you need to consider that. Exactly. And validate people's feelings. If they're feeling that way, they're entitled to Mm -hmm. their feelings. You don't get to choose how they feel. Yes. And you don't get to choose how they perceive you. You just don't. That's not up to you. Just like they can't control how you perceive them. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard. That's really hard. Especially if you know your intentions and you know that you're well intentioned. And let's say that, like, the argument or the the issue is about like a question of intentions Mm -hmm. or like they see you as the villain or being ill intent intended and you're like no like truly i was trying to help you out or i was trying to do you a solid and they see otherwise you can't control that you don't get to control Mm -hmm. that and again like you said like you can't control how people are going to react emotionally to certain things and I mean, but just... I do think that validating is super important. Yeah, I remember sure. like, as
1: a young newlywed that I, I would get my feelings hurt really easily, but I was really passive. So I would get hurt, and then I would brush it off. And then oh, I would yeah. get hurt, and I'd brush it off. And I remember I started saying something. I'm like, you hurt my feelings. And my husband was like, well, I didn't mean to. I'm like, well, you need to apologize. <laughs> and he's like, this is <laughs> where well, this is Why? This why? Is because I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I'm like but you did. What you did or what you said made me feel that way whether it was intended or not. You should feel remorse or sorry that you even made me feel like that even if it wasn't intended. And it took him years. Years to finally like grasp that concept. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like that does like I don't like making you feel that way. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. This is what I meant. This is where I'm coming from. And then when you do validate, I think we talked about this before. When you do validate, it does put out the flames. It
0: does. And I was just going to say, good on you for speaking up and owning that, oh, those like hurt years. feelings. <laughs> and it does. And it's like, it's so hard sometimes, it is. especially because, like, for so many different reasons like you don't want to rock the boat or you don't want to appear weak or you don't want to appear fragile or you don't for so many different reasons people hesitate to speak up and like I sometimes find find myself doing that but I find or your ego like you don't want to appear the victim or you want yeah anyways that's true though but yeah like you said like it completely douses the flames and disarms the other person and you're like that actually like hurt my feelings that's why and a lot of times, like you, when you're hurt, you lash out with anger. Yes. And so when people lash out at you with anger, it's because they have hurt feelings.
1: Mm-hmm. And so yeah,
0: that's that my husband. I'm like, why are you yelling that's... at me? He's
1: like, you yelled at me first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry, I yeah. did yell at you pretty bad, actually. <laughs> and it's so messy
0: and sticky, and like working through emotions, those are so tough sometimes. But yeah, and so what's usually? What do you
1: think is your strongest emotion?
0: Oh my gosh, I. I don't know about you. I feel my emotions strongly. (laughs) All of them? Or is there some that are stronger than others? All of them. (laughs) I just feel with everything I am. Everything. Like, I'm just one of those personalities that is all in. Like, you just heard me gush about salads. Like, I go all in no matter what it is. Oh, I love that. I, if I like something, like, you'll know it because I'll just talk endlessly about it or, like, talk so obnoxiously, loudly about it that you're like, okay, I get it. Like, you love boba tea. I get it. You like, love your salad. I <laughs> get <Damn> it. <Yeah. laughs> so I feel like, I feel my emotions so strongly. And I used to hate that and I used to not really like that because it was a draining and b not disheartening but um frustrating sometimes because like other people I just didn't understand like why they weren't on my level of strength of emotion like why are we not as fired up about this as we both should mm. be or why are you not like as affected by this as I am or I'd get like bummed if I cared more about something and somebody else didn't care as, as much, much about it or just differently yeah yeah,
1: but it At may a, not be as much but it's just different totally
0: yeah. that's a good point and. So the older I got, the just more I realized, again, like, A, everybody has their own way and their own way of doing things, and B, don't hide that. Like, that is you, and that is something to actually, like, be proud of, and not that um, people who don't feel their emotions as strongly or anything less, like, it's just a different way of doing things, Mm -hmm. and a different way of being, and a different way of feeling, and I was talking to my friend about this, and we were saying how, like, in our friendship sometimes... um, Like, we would question, like, would always be the ones, like, reaching out just randomly to people. Hey, how's your day going? How are you? Or, um, like, she was like, sometimes I feel, like, a little weird that, like, I'll show up on somebody's doorstep or something with, like, cough medicine or whatever it is. And she's like... And I don't want them to be like a little weirded out by that because you know they don't do the same thing for me. She's like, like I don't want them to think that that's like off or weird, or you know that I care too much about this relationship mm-hmm. or I'm putting too much into this friendship than more than they are. And I'm like, no, like that is your strength, and that's one of the things that makes you so beautiful and such a good friend is that you care more and never feel bad about caring more, whether it's a relationship, a friendship, a partnership, whatever it is. Like that's a beautiful thing, and mm-hmm. that's something I think to celebrate. I agree, but it is, it
1: really is, like, Uh, because I can be, I'm obsessive, I guess Mm. is a good way to describe it, and I just realized this, I had this conversation with Dustin, I was like, I'm kind of obsessive, (laughs) like, when I like something, I, like you get it, yes, I'm crazy about it, and then it's always on my mind, and I always, and it's certain things, and I, and I attach, and I'm attached, I get
0: attached to things, yes, yes.
1: And I've had to learn the older I get that not everybody likes that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so just, yeah, not yeah, necessarily
1: yeah. likes it, but it's very off-putting to yeah. some. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I would take it so personally, so personally that I would just be a bit too much for somebody. And with age, thank heavens, I've learned like it's okay.
0: Like, that quote, that quote,
1: like, I may not be everybody's cup of tea. Some people don't like
0: tea. Yes, exactly. And that's okay. And, like, Dita Von Teese, I remember, like, she quoted her friend's grandma, and she said, like, you may be the juiciest, ripest peach in the whole world, and somebody hates peaches. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And you're never going to win everybody over. And if you win everybody over, you're doing something wrong because you're not being authentic to yourself. Mm -hmm. You're trying to, like... Cater to everybody's needs and wants and wishes, and
1: that's so exhausting. Oh,
0: it is. And that's
1: so not sustainable. I think you have a solid circle of people. Totally. So, who are some people that you think have made a really big impact
0: on you? Oh my gosh, that's one thing that I truly give thanks for multiple times a day. I just cannot believe the people that I have in my life, and that I feel like I've always had really good friendships, really good friendships solid friends and it breaks my heart like when people say that they don't have people that they can confide in without judgment or they say that they have issues with friends who aren't true friends or who are fairweather friends or who are judgmental friends that breaks my heart because I'm like oh god everybody deserves to have somebody a judgmental a non-judgmental <laughs> non-judgmental friend yeah
1: somebody who knows everything
0: yes yes and that holds space for you to be yourself And that you know that you can count on. If crap hits the fan, you know that you can count on them, and they will be there, and they will be supporting you, like literally and figuratively, showing up for you. And it's also about being that friend too. It's not just about needing and wanting that friend. You also need to be able to be that friend for somebody else. Um, But what was your question?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I went. I said you have a solid circle. Who are
0: some people that oh that have affected? Um, Like currently, my friend Rachel Laird, who is. Just my twin soul to the max. It's eerie how alike we are and how compatible we are Um, with everything. Like, have you taken the Myers-Briggs test? No. Oh, you have to take it. I want to know what you are. So I'm an ENFP and they have like a compatibility chart for friendships and relationships. Mm -hmm. And of course, our two types are the most compatible. Really? Yeah. And then it's funny, like this is getting into the hippy-dippy world but we've always said like we're we've always said that we're twin souls and we've always said that we had to have known each other in a past life and contracted to meet up with each other again like through the lives like truly like we just go deep like we are just as compatible and solid as can be Mm -hmm. and it's funny because she knows somebody who is a medium in the town that she lives in in Wyoming and so she had a reading and then I had a reading and that lady just she knows nothing about me um she knows that I know Rachel, but she just like kept referring to Rachel as my sister. And I'm like, no no no, like finally I corrected her. I'm like, Rachel's not my sister. And then she's like She said verbatim, and I had not shared anything with her. Like, she had gone into it completely blind. She said verbatim, like, the things that Rachel and I had said to each other about, like, having known each other previously and some of the other things that we had said to each other verbatim. So, our friendship runs as deep as possible. And then Julie Bixby, I don't know if you know Mm. Julie, and I just have some other totally solid friends, like, too many to name. (laughs) I love it. Where, yeah, like, you just, am constantly, like, just pinching myself, like, how, how did I get so lucky to know these people? Like, I just feel like such a unicorn, awesome people attractor. Like, I don't know how. They're just just the best people with just the best hearts. Yeah, it's just amazing. So
1: what's something that's like a huge turnoff about anybody to you?
0: Not just friends, like people in general? Just
1: people in general. And um, I mean, you could be specific to friends.
0: Oh, judgmental people. Mm-hmm. xenophobic people close minded people I really have to really call on baby Jesus for that <laughs> it's really like I under, and I understand like I understand like what drives people I understand like their insecurities and their fears and like what causes that but still like you're just like come on like just yeah. be nice and it's like hard. be open minded and entertain like different ways of being and different thoughts and just let people be and sometimes I just like want to just shake some love into people, like aggressively shake some love into people and just let people be and let them do their own thing. And yeah, don't try to force your way of living onto somebody else. Yes. We've got to talk about that. Yeah. agree more when it
1: comes to that. <laughs> totally. And some people it's, it's really hard for them. Yes. It, and you, you need to send grace to them. Yes. And, Then take a big 10 steps back.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: yes. (laughs) And part ways,
0: yeah. I'm going to love you from afar. I'm going to send you good vibes from afar. Yes,
1: afar. (laughs) I'll send you a whole lot of love that you need to spread (laughs) elsewhere. Yes, yes. So you said that you love traveling. Yes. Where are some places that you've visited that are your favorite? And where are some places that you want to visit?
0: I because have... I'm
1: going with you. Ah,
0: you have to come with me. <laughs> I want to go to Nashville for my birthday. You should Nashville. Come. Yes. Oh, I almost went there. Oh yeah, you went. To, didn't you go to Memphis? I went to Knoxville. Oh Knoxville. Okay. And
1: it was, the okay Tennessee is so fun. Oh so like the here. people there are so nice. I've heard and that. It's gorgeous oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. just the buzzing atmosphere is very fun. Yay. But I do want to go to Nashville. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Okay so. I went to Rome and Strasbourg, France and Mannheim um, and like uh, Germany, like different areas in Germany. Love that. We're going back to uh, Italy in March. Ooh, and fun. then I wanted to go and I still need to go to Iceland. I wanted to go before oh. it was cool. I need to say. I it wanted to go like, gorgeous. wanted to go for years. want to go to Norway. That would be fun. And I booked a trip to like, it was this close to going with Rachel and something came up. And Aww, didn't go, yeah. Um, but I want to go there are like places I like to go places that are not necessarily like major attractions. Mm-hmm. I like to go places that are more off the beaten path. I want to go, like I said, to Norway to see the Northern Lights. I want to go to Scotland and Ireland and I wanna to go to like to technically austria um oh just pretty much everywhere in new zealand australia let's make a bucket list yes let's do it i do not want it there are certain areas that like i have no desire to go <laughs> like never ever ever yes like north like korea where? north korea <laughs> maybe sudan somalia i will not go to somalia would and you go to australia absolutely oh,
1: okay you too? my husband said x name because they have the biggest spiders and the biggest snakes. I've heard that's like he's like they big have like and so we, we googled it and it's legit they have like I've bird heard like they're eating spiders
0: like massive
1: so Dustin would shit his pants so you can be my
0: adventure partner let's go you can stay
1: home <laughs> yes let's go <laughs> I just had to make sure that was on your list that's on mine totally I mean, totally so fun oh I love it expectations and standards. What is your viewpoint on that? And do you have any standards or expectations of others? I want to know, or yourself, That's a in that key. sense. What do you think? I want to know about it.
0: So more than ever and more and more, I find the value in not attaching myself to expectations in other people especially. In myself, I think, and yourselves, like I think it's a little different, but I think you run into... Disappointment and resentment and frustration when you expect things from other people. And I think it's Anthony Hopkins. I can't remember verbatim what the quote was, but essentially it's don't expect anything from other people. Just be grateful for what you get. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a beautiful way to live, just in general, too. Just don't expect anything from life and just be happy with what you have. Mm-hmm. And I think you release yourself from so much resentment and frustration if you live that way. And as far as standards, I think that's where you cross into the boundary conversation too, where you have to have standards and boundaries and you have to respectfully assert those standards and boundaries because I mean if you really want to like be successful be successful or have a quality life, you kind of have to have some Mm -hmm. sort of standards and boundaries. Yeah, you have to have values. You have to have values. Absolutely. So I know that I myself have standards and expectations, but also grace. I think that's a key ingredient where you have to have grace for yourself and others. So let's say that you have standards for yourself and you don't necessarily live up to them. You have to level with yourself but do so lovingly Mm -hmm. and with grace and be honest with yourself like why didn't I meet that deadline or why didn't I follow through on that goal or that commitment or why didn't I do what I said I would do am I dogging it am I needing to like change it up or like change my ways or do I need to take it easy on myself because I just went through like a really traumatic experience I had like a really hard week and it's knowing yourself and working with yourself and loving yourself through it. Like you can love yourself through the hard conversations and you can love yourself through the standards and the boundary setting and all of that. And same thing with others, like you can love them through it. And I think that that makes all the difference, the angle that you come from. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm coming at you, like let's say that I had asked you to do something and you didn't do it. Um, if I come at you all hot and heavy, that's more than likely going to raise your defenses. And that's going to make you kind of probably come, want to come at me hot and heavy too, you know, but if I come at you like lovingly and with grace, like hey, like talk to me, like what's up? Why didn't that happen? Or however you want to phrase it, um, I think that makes all the difference in yourself and others, um, and how you relate to others and how you relate to yourself. But yeah, I definitely think the standards and expect or standards are good. Expectations are tricky. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. See, I think what I think expectations, and that took me a long time. We actually have some friends who. They went on a vacation, and they're like, "Just go in with low expectations, and you'll always be happy." And I was like, "What kind of like viewpoint (laughs) is that?" And then, like the older I get, I'm like, "Gosh, they got it figured out." Like, yeah, don't go in expecting anything because. Then that's the mentality of entitlement. Exactly. I was just gonna say entitlement, mm-hmm. man. Yes. And that is the opposite of gratitude. Yes. Like you said, you don't expect anything. Be grateful for what you have. Be happy with what you have, because entitlement and expectations is the thief. Yes. Of, of happiness. It is. Of true happiness. Yes. Because if you aren't wholeheartedly, solidly grateful for something, you There's, and there's a difference between wanting goals and wanting more, better. Like there's a difference, but you still need to be happy with where you are now and the type of person you are. You, you may not, there's could be things that you want to work on, but those other pieces that
0: you need to love. Yeah. And that's what, that's what is so important is to love yourself through all of that love yourself, accept yourself, be grateful mm-hmm. for where you are and what you have now and who you are now, but then like lovingly work on maybe evolving and growing past that. Mm-hmm. If you feel like that's appropriate. But you just need to love yourself through all of that. I love it. I love your perspective on things
1: because I you. feel like it's very raw. I love yours too. I love <laughs> yours
0: too. You have some excellent
1: points. You're sweet. Thank you. Thank but yeah, I I appreciate you opening up Thank you wholeheartedly for and giving me your perspective and your insight. I think it's so valuable. Thank and you. I think, and I love that your perspective and in point again, just it's very genuine. And Thank I know you. that when you say things, it's coming from a good source a good part and i love that so thank, thank you for you.
0: opening up and sharing thank you and bearing witness and thank I you for it. your authenticity and yeah <laughs> i think the world of you so everybody thank you for listening let's just keep this gratitude train going yes. and thank you all for listening i hope you at least were entertained by this if anything <laughs> i hope you find some value but i hope you guys take from it what you will love everybody Love all, love yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that's always the takeaway message, right? You can always, always give more love, receive more love, have more love, spread more love, all the love.
1: Okay, then what is your closing what you want to share with everybody before we end? What is your message?
0: I think that's what it is, is just loving. I think that's the secret balm for everything. Mm -hmm. It makes life more enjoyable. It makes life more palatable. It makes life... And it's indefinite. And it's indefinite. That's the thing. It's indefinite. It's abundant. It's infinite. You always can find more love to grow. It's a bottomless Mm -hmm. fountain. It truly is. And that's the beautiful thing about it. There is always more love. It's not finite. It's not a finite supply. I mean, if you have a scarcity mindset you think that there's a limited supply of love in the world there's not there's always 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 more love to give and it just makes life more fun and more enjoyable makes the shadow work more fun or enjoyable I should say it's not always fun (laughs) but it just eases um some of life's stings it eliminates boundaries and walls and not boundaries keep the boundaries (laughs) but it just makes life better overall. And that's just such a simple, I guess, message. But truly, I think that that's the most powerful. And that's why I think it stood the test of time and been threaded through pretty much like every major figure in history mm-hmm. because they all recognize and see the value of love. not you Hitler. It. He didn't necessarily. Don't be a Hitler. <laughs> <Don't>... <laughs> that's the message. Don't be a Hitler. Love. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review.